Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Anime Podcasters. We are back. I am back in my hometown and I have a brand new setup. We're actually recording this podcast right off my MacBook laptop. I got my Mbox hooked up. I'm recording on a brand new software, Amadeus Pro, which Ben, this is a software I use to make electroacoustic music and I'm podcasting with it. I mean, isn't that the most hipster thing in the world? What is happening right now? It's not the most hipster thing in the world. I think that's like Starbucks coffee with uh, names or something. Uh, I don't I, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. You, I think you have a good point there. <laughs> I don't. I just, I, I'm just going to ramble if I, you let me go. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear no, you. no. But it's good. Yeah, as long yeah. as it works. As the software works. works. The inbox works. Everything works except for me. I'm unemployed again. Oh, Woo! man. Ben, Ben, what are we talking about today? What's the topic today? What are we talking about on this episode of Anime Podcasters? So, as you guys know, we often talk about anime stuff. On anime podcasters. Yes, 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 of course. Makes sense. And in particular, Death Note, Dragon Ball, and Naruto. Yes. And we decided we'd be making a Naruto episode today. Yes. This is the Rockley Eyebrow Appreciation Podcast. Yes. No, no, it's not. All right, enough losing you guys around. We're talking about the Dragon Ball Z Saiyan Saga, the very first Saiyan Saga in Dragon Ball Z. We're talking about that today. We're going to go through all the characters, the particular events, like the fights, the training, everything that happened, uh, Snake Way. We're going to be also talking about some potential uh, what-if scenarios. What if they did this? What if they did that? And we're going to go through the whole series, breaking it down. We're going to analyze everything, and we're really going to... Nerd out here. I'm ready. Ben, I'm actually really excited for this. Are you? Yes. All right. Let's get started with this. Your first impressions on the Saiyan Saga. What was your very first impressions when you uh, witnessed the first few episodes of Raditz coming in and everything? What was your first uh, experience with the Saiyan Saga? Actually, I read most of them and I barely watched them. Okay. So my, my first experience of actually watching the episodes is through Dragon Ball Abridged. Right. So, I mean, I, I get the animation, but not the actual dialogue. That, right, 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 right. But still, I get the, I have the gist of the story, and I can look up whatever little discrepancies there are. But no, uh, I like the Saiyan Saga. Oh, me too, It was man. interesting. And uh, they introduced new characters pretty well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they go in really, really, really amazing. I really love when Raditz comes in, and then he... This is the first time on the planet, he's, like, uh, looking for his brother. He's like, uh, where's my brother at? What's going on here? And everything... And, uh, and then he comes in contact with Piccolo. Piccolo blasts him. Doesn't do anything. And then we're like, okay, okay, something serious is going ha- going down here. Yeah. Well, that's where you're also introduced to the Scouters. Right, right, right. Which, you know... Uh, Famous for breaking because they're over 9,000 power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually 8,000. Uh, the real thing is 8,000. Really? Yeah. Explain to me why that's the case, not 9,000. Because it... I don't know. They just did it improperly in the episodes. In the dub? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. The manga is 8,000, and I think the Japanese version is also 8,000. I think they mentioned that in Death Battle, actually, now that I think about it. Very likely. But, um... You're introduced to Scouters, but the thing is, the Earth Fighters, or the Z-Warriors... Yeah. They've gotten used to, like, detecting key and stuff. Right, right, right. So, you know, Raditz arrives, and you see him get out of his capsule, and what he does, he's you know, clicks his scouter on and goes, okay, what's the highest and closest power level? Right, and it's and that that's old man. You... Remember the very first guy? It's the guy with the, with the gun who had, like, a power level yeah, of five. No, it was no, like no. a farmer. Yeah, that's just next to the capsule. His capsule just happened to land in his field. Right, 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 right. You're right, you're right. But 
then, you know, he goes, okay, this guy's an insect. Could, okay. Could, could you imagine just, like, going out about your day farming and then some alien shows up, like, oh, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Must have landed somewhere in America. First reflexes, shoot at him. <laughs> he looks Go. like a big hedgehog, though, so maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, he you He has know, quite the hair. Yeah, crazy. It's, like, regular black hair, but Super Saiyan 3 appearance. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, yeah, so, you know, he... He looks for the nearest, highest power level, and he, right. that's when he meets Piccolo. And Piccolo feels him from far away, and he goes, okay, I can't fight him. No, 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Raditz just, you know, Piccolo's the main villain until there. And yeah, well, and then... Raditz he, just goes by him like, oh, yeah, you're you're puny, you're worthless. Okay, bye. And then, yeah, that's pretty close to, to Goku and everything. But this raises the question for uh, I want to ask you. How do you feel about power levels? Like, what, what's your take on power levels? Uh, early on, they're, I guess they're okay. Yeah, they're interesting. They're a good measure of one person's strength. Right. But eventually, like, the scale is so large. You know, when we're at the Boo Saga and, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Super, it's just... Uh, we don't even hear about them in Dragon Ball Super. No, no, because there's no point in it. Everyone learned to just... No, I have key. not seen one scatter... Oh, actually, I have one, the Resurrection F. Yeah, never mind. I don't know what... Haven't seen it. No, Raditz definitely a good character. I, I think he's a good jumping point here. Um, I really enjoyed his um, attacks and everything, and uh, how he captures Gohan. Like actually, really evil. You're, you're, he's capturing his nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this guy's a straight like G. I swear. And then yeah. he locks him in the castle. He's like, now Kakarot has no choice but to join my side because I have his net. Yeah. I have his son. <laughs> I like flawless logic. <laughs> I like how the Saiyans. There's no, like, family relation that really matters for the Saiyans. Right. Maybe, like, you know, some of them, but most of them are just ruthless. And, you know, I don't like this individual. Uh -huh. I'm going to kill this individual. Right. It's cool how they do that. I don't know why Raditz tries to... Well, no, I guess I guess they can form pairs or something, like Vegeta yeah. and Nappa. But, I don't yeah. know, Raditz goes after his brother and tries to team up or something? What's the point? I don't get it. Why You look at the point why uh, Raditz goes after Gohan, is what you're saying? No, no, just, like, wants to team up with Goku. I guess the Saiyan race is... Ex Exterminated at that point. Planet Vegeta has been destroyed. Yeah, but why does he care about his long-lost brother? Because, basically, uh, Goku was a Saiyan that was sent to Earth to destroy Planet Earth, right? Uh, Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And then he falls and he knocks his head? Yep. And that's why he forgets everything? Yeah. So that's why... Yeah, I know. He goes back to him and he's like, What? What do you mean you haven't killed anyone? Like, you're supposed to take over this planet, and da 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 And yeah. Goku's like, what? What are you talking about? This is my friends, family. Uh, yeah. I and just find there are some gaps, like, is Raditz also under Frieza's rule? Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, basically, he's Frieza's bitch, along with Vegeta, Nappa, and all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, he all goes to Earth guys. and tries to recruit his brother into an organization or under some tyrant. Yeah, yeah, Nobody likes. He yeah. doesn't like him. Like... The proud Saiyan race. Oh, let's go get my brother so that he can be enslaved as well. I don't get it. I. Uh, it's just the way the story goes, buddy. I, I know. Well, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. Well, we can just finish this here because the story went. All right. Hey, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, this has been another episode of Anime Podcast Series. You can subscribe. On. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, another thing uh, I want to talk about. Um, obviously, the collaboration of Goku and Piccolo um, to save the uh, Gohan. Uh, I really enjoyed that fight, and you know what? I was disappointed in Goku. Uh, not because of the fight, but because, like, Piccolo goes, um, so uh, do you have any new attacks in our tournament fight? And Goku says, no, I don't. 
So, and Bigelow's been working on a new attack, that being the special beam cannon. I was disappointed. Goku the Mankanko just... Sapo, please. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've been Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, that's a Dragon Ball Bridge joke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, but um, um, no, I'm a, I'm an English kid for the uh, Dragon Ball stuff, uh, even though I'm watching Super and Sub. But anyways, um, uh, so yeah, special beam cannon. He has that attack, and that attack really, in a sense, had Pickle not had that attack, they not would have not win. They would yeah, have won. Sorry, they would have lost. They would have lost. So, so that, that's what I liked about Piccolo. He's always working on new stuff, and uh, and all that kind of and all that kind of like character arc. Um, and so that whole fight goes go, goes on. Uh, Gohan breaks out of the out of the uh, uh, space pod, and like you know, at that moment when he comes out of the space pod, Raditz is screwed because he can't get home anymore. Yeah, like he's screwed. <laughs> like he just yeah, pretty much. He destroyed my crap. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't think about that. I don't. Ca- I don't think Raditz cared much about that. He didn't think about it, maybe, but he is just surprised that this kid just blew up his capsule, and I think he still had his scouter at this point. Yeah, he did, he did. Yeah, so he, he read something like, at that time, I think while Gohan was mad and getting out of the capsule, I think he surpassed both Piccolo and uh, Goku. In, right, right. In, you know, in power level on the scouter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the awesome headbutt. Oh, cracks his armor and stuff. Majest- majestical headbutt, then. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's obviously when we have the whole special beam cannon and everything. And um, I want to like go through the entire arc. People have seen this thing a thousand times. They know what's going on. Yeah, the Raditz part is really the boring one. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it's I, short. It's short, but I enjoyed it. I ah, I enjoyed it. Was it was okay, but I think Raditz was just an introduction to the rest of the story, and he was pretty much. Almost filler, really. Yeah, but you know what? Actually, guys, if you guys enjoy the whole Raditz thing, there's this YouTuber called Masco Masco X. He's on Team Four Star, and he huh. does this series called "What If uh, What If Raditz Was Still Alive," and he goes through like the whole like Saiyan, Frieza, Cell, and Boo arc. I don't huh. know where he's at right now with his uh, series, but and it's like "What If uh, um, Raditz Stayed Alive," and the whole like series kept going. Okay, and it's but... actually really interesting. What if Raditz stayed alive? Would would he have killed Piccolo and Goku? No, no, no. no. It, it, he he makes him go good and makes him like uh, realize Raditz goes good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then he gets killed by like two Cybermen. <laughs> no, there's, there's more. There's more. Look at Masco <laughs> X, guys. Uh, good, amazing Dragon Ball content creator. All right. Um. So we have uh, Raditz and, and sorry, we have Nappa and Vegeta obviously on the way to the to the planet, and that's when they find uh, the, the um, uh, Piccolo uh, and Krillin finds out about um, uh, the Saiyans coming, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Goku goes to uh, to uh, on Snake Way to go over to King Kai's and everything. And um, what I actually really enjoyed, uh, well, no, sorry, what I wish there was more of was the training. I know there was like a, a couple of sequences here and there where they were training, but it really wasn't that much. And it goes by pretty fast where Nappa and Vegeta uh, arrive on planet Earth. Um, but like, uh, I really enjoyed like uh, Goku's training on King Kai's planet. What about you? Like how he learns Kaioken and Spirit Bomb and everything. Yeah. Uh, although the first few exercises where he has to do uh, a smack. Um, uh, well, Gregory for, with a ma- hammer. Well, there's a long process. Like, he dies. Right. First off, he dies. Right. Now his soul is taken by God or something. His body disappears, right? Is that how it went? I can't remember I can't exactly. Remember what this but I, I, body. I think that when, like, I, I don't know if it's Kami or who's the. the Kenyama? Yes, that's yeah. the large guy yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the mahogany. Mahogany. Desk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So yeah, either him or Kami right. decides that, okay, I'll take him under my wing or, you know, send him to King Kai's, whichever. Right, I, right. I think his body disappears and Piccolo's, I think it's Piccolo who says something to that effect. <laughs> like, it's made of mahogany. Sorry. Like, yeah, they have like Raditz's body there with a big hole in it. They take the scouter, figure out, oh, okay, these two other Saiyans, which are much stronger, are coming in a year. Okay, and then I think Goku's body disappears, and Piccolo goes, oh, Kami has plans for him or something. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that's not where the training begins. Or it is, I guess. Because he, he runs for six months on Snake Way just to reach Kami's planet. Right, right, right. Uh, King Kai's. King, King Kai's, Kai's planet. planet, right, yeah. Which is insane when you think about it. That's half the estimated time of arrival for the Saiyans. Yeah, the, the, the and he's just running. Like, that's not actual training. Not really. Well, it's stamina training, I guess. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'll get to He's that. already got plenty of stamina, though. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, but um, what I was going to say is this. Um, sorry. Um, so, yeah. But the actual training itself uh, on King Kai's planet was really interesting. And how the gravity is much uh, more intense on King Kai's planet because uh, it's much smaller and everything. Yeah. Well, not because. In spite of it being much smaller, right? In spite, the gravity right. is super high. For I guess it's a dense planet. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's something like that. Some Dragon Ball logic. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he gets there and he spends like two months chasing after bubbles. That's his initial training, just to get used to the gravity. Yeah. He has to chase this monkey who's been living there for I don't know how long. Actually, quick side note, which I really found funny about that: when um, Piccolo, Tian, and all those guys end up at King King Kai's. Piccolo is like, I'm not doing this training. It's so stupid, right? And uh, and then King Kai's like, Well, you have to catch bubbles. And and then bubbles runs off. Piccolo, two minutes later, just got, he's back. Already has bubbles in his in his uh, <laughs> arms. Oh, it's so funny. But anyways, I didn't see that part. Uh, it's in the Freeza arc. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. After that, with the whole training, uh, I I thought it was really cool that um um Piccolo, the way he trained Gohan, uh, how he just like basically it's like. Saiyans are coming. We're going to need all the help we can get. So, Gohan, I'm going to train him because yeah. it's an extra person. And obviously, Gohan was a huge fundamental part of the success um, of Earth being able to uh, back uh, make a Vegeta back away and almost killing him. Basically, they could have killed him uh, had Goku not said to Krillin, like, oh, yeah. don't do it, Krillin. He's a good guy. No, he's not. Or something like that. Like that. Um, but, like, how he, like, basically makes him survive. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Well... Okay, his dad's dead. These guys are wimps. I'm taking the Kakarot's child, and I'll train him. Bye. See you in a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's basically what happened. Yeah, so he brings him to a wasteland, which is typical of a Namekian, you know? Yeah. He feels at home in the big wasteland deserts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that, that one night where Gohan sees the moon. Yeah, so... What would you think that, about that? It's probably, like, halfway through his training or something. Oh, I, I, I think it's early on. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's early on. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still actually on top of the little mountain hill thing where he was first uh, put down. Like, right, 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 way, is, way yeah. on top of, I think it's a Mesa Plateau or something. Like, way at the top of this cliff. And he right, just right. sits there whimpering for the first few days. And then there's a full moon. Yeah, he wakes up, stirs in the middle of the night, wakes up, goes for a pee, sees the moon. Oh, wow, the moon. First time I ever see it full. Becomes an ape. Oh, man. And then Piccolo has to destroy the moon. Like, he he destroys the, the moon. He had no other choice. Yeah, it, it's just surprising, I guess. Like, the well, moon, what else are you gonna do? No, no. I mean, 
I'm cut su- off his tail. Yes, he probably didn't know about that though. But no, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, good luck cutting the tail off of this giant monkey, which is way too strong. For yeah. Me. I'm just surprised that he's capable of destroying the moon at this point in time. Like, how strong are they? Because, you know, the Frieza saga has Frieza, you know, destroying Namek. But Frieza is a, like, planet destroyer level. Yeah, easily, easily, yeah, yeah. Like, at this point, except for maybe the Genkidama from Goku, none of the Z fighters are able to destroy Namek. Now, I don't know the size of Namek in comparison to Earth, but... Mm -hmm. Isn't the, I think the moon is what like a third the size of Earth, maybe a fourth. Right, right. right. So you're just surprised that Spidey was able to I'm destroy. I'm surprised it. that it, before Vegeta and all that, before all the training happens, I'm surprised that Piccolo is strong enough to destroy the moon. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball logic. I guess, yeah. It, it's uh, you know, plot armor, but still, I'm surprised at how strong he is because mm-hmm. I don't even know if Vegeta's a planet buster level at that point. Uh, yeah, he is. They, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He destroys uh, Arlia with uh, Napa, which we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, uh, Do you want to talk about Arlia real quick? I think this is a good jumping point for Arlia, or anything else you want to Well, if it's, if it's on their way. The, during the training, Piccolo finds out a lot about Gohan, though. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, the, it's really amazing how Gohan grows throughout that entire training. Yeah, yeah, there's the survival at first, before he gets trained by yeah, Piccolo. Yeah. But then, like, Piccolo really, like, goes all out on him. He's like, come on, come on, come on, you gotta learn, you gotta train. Come on, come on, like, work harder. Yeah, but even before all that, I think before he even leaves Gohan on the top of the mountain, he does a test of some sort. Probably after having seen Gohan get pissed at Raditz and destroying the capsule and all that, he really right, right. he, he does realizes in the water. That, yeah, he drops him in the water when he gets there, but eventually he throws him at a cliff. Yeah, and then you know Gohan gets pissed, destroys the entire mountain with no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Piccolo realizes that oh, this kid has potential, and you know get him mad. And yeah, you yeah, get yeah. Results. Um, actually, one thing I was really happy about that training before going to um, before going to Arlia. One thing I was really happy about that training was the fact that uh, Piccolo uh, and Gohan um, he taught Gohan the Masenko, and the Masenko was one of my favorite attacks. Why? Because of how like powerful and like it's like a demon thing. It's like an evil like powerful blast, and it just and just the way he goes like Masenko. It's just a really cool attack to me. Yeah, I. I only see it once, I think, in the manga, so... Yeah, in the anime, actually, when uh, Gohan's fighting Vegeta at the very end, he's, like, firing multiple Masenkos at him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I, you know, I... He did the one against Nappa. The one against Nappa. Bang! (laughs) Nothing! (laughs) No, no, actually, Nappa gets a... Numb arm for a second. He's like, oh, I gotta numb my arm! (laughs) He goes numb. Which is is more than any of the Z fighters manage. He's become so numb. So, after that, um, let's go here. Let's go to Arlia. Um, so I I don't know at what point exactly during their trip they stop there. They I think it's like halfway through their trip. They're, they're, they stop there for a couple of hours tops. And like they they purposely get imprisoned by these Arlians and then they go into this like arena to fight and they kick everyone's butt. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, thank you so much for saving us. They leave the planet. They're on the space pods. Boom! Destroy the planet. They go they go back towards Earth. Yeah. Ridiculous. But actually pretty pretty fun. It was a good way to, like, get to know uh, Nappa and Vegeta because at that point we only had seen them on their space pods, right? Yeah, I guess you see their relationship a bit more. You get a tiny bit of an idea of, of the dynamic. who they are, what they are, yeah. Yeah. And they destroy the planet, so it gives you an idea of, okay, these guys are actually really evil. 
Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, it's like an introduction to who our villains truly are. Yeah. And, and uh, when when they, you know, kill Raditz, pick up the scouter, and hear that they're coming in a year, turns out they're quite early. Right, right, right. They, they don't arrive a year later. They're, like, they're maybe nine or ten months instead of a year. <laughs> so all their preparations and stuff are cut short. Unfortunately, yeah. But um, uh, talking about preparations, um, I really, I really thought it was a good, a cool thing that Gohan and like Krillin, Shoutsu, Tien, and Yamcha, and Yajirobe go to uh, um, Kami's lookout. Kami's lookout. Sorry, I don't know why I blank. And they train with Popo and Kami. This is basically the training that Goku did right before he became a teenager. Yeah. Uh, for the third tournament. Yep. Um, which I thought was really cool, and um, I don't know. I I, I really enjoy that little like. Um, a bit of time there and like how uh, Yajirobe's like oh uh, uh, at the end of the training like okay you guys have completed your training go back to uh, the surface and uh, in a couple of days the Saiyans will be here and then like Yajirobe's like okay I gotta take this way to close off now <laughs> yeah actually I think Kami stops their training early because they've surpassed Kami at this point yeah, yeah they, they, uh, they train really really hard and it's it, it's really surprising to me how it was nothing compared to what Nappa and Vegeta were like. You know what I mean? Like, they, go, they train all that, but still, they're not that strong. They're still well, very no. weak. I mean, even after Kami's training, Goku goes back to Earth and almost gets his ass whooped by Piccolo. Mind you, no, he's, he does outclass Piccolo, but, you know. Well, you're talking about when Goku comes back after King Kai? No, after Kami's training. Right, 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 right. Okay, sorry, you're talking about Dragon Ball. Yeah, 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 no, I, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, so, and besides, like, the other guys coming back from Kami's training, they're not, tr- you know, they have weighted clothing, but at this point, Goku's training on a planet with, like, double gravity or something, maybe triple. Right, right, right. And uh, the Saiyans come from a planet with a higher gravity than Earth and all that, and they probably use weighted clothing as well. Oh, something like Maybe. That. I'm not sure if they use weighted clothing, but they don't need it because gravity's higher. Exactly. Um, um, actually, um, I want to talk to you about this. What do you think about why hasn't, why didn't Roshi join um, the Z fighters when they were training on Kami's Lookout? I think it would have been a good idea to have Roshi join, in my opinion. Maybe. I think he actually refused. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure he refused. He, you, oh, you think he refuses? Yeah, I think he just doesn't want to get involved. He sees that Raditz just took down Goku, which impressed... Or with the one shot, when he one-shotted him, yeah. With, in the knee, with the knee hit. It, 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 Something it was, like that. It was a counting house, yeah. Like, I mean, after several tournaments, he sees Goku improve and eventually surpass him by a large margin, and he goes, okay, well, this guy was, like, outclassed all of the Z fighters easily. Right, right, right. But it's like... um. Um, in Dragon Ball Super, Kami goes to uh, fight uh, in the Tournament of Power to protect Universe S. Uh, you mean Roshi? Yeah, so Ro- Roshi is one of the ten people to fight for Universe Seven um, uh, in the Tournament of Power, and he's not like joining in the in the Saiyan saga. I was like, you know, obviously he gets stronger by then, but I still, you know what? It, he, Roshi could have been a good option there because yeah. you know what? Maybe Roshi could have used the Evil Containment Wave. Yeah, potentially. Um, like, Roshi has a lot of resources, and that's why I think, like... Yeah, he could have used the Mafuba to Use the Vegeta. Mafuba against the Cyberman? Yamcha doesn't die. Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, Vegeta and Nappa are 
immobile while just observing the Cybermen fighting. That he could have snuck a little capsule or something and sealed one of them. Maybe. Well, very. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the thing about it, like, like uh, Vegeta is like has really good instincts and like. Yeah. So that's that. That it would have been tricky, but maybe he, he could have dodged it. Yeah. Most likely, I don't. Dodge. <laughs> I don't know if like once you're you know, hit by the, whatever it is, the spell. Let's yeah, yeah. call it a spell. Can you, like, break out of it before being sealed? Like, while you... I don't think you can break out of it. While you're being dumped into the thing, can it's, you... It's been used in um, in Dragon Ball Super in the Tournament of Power. Uh, um, Roshi does it a couple of times, and, like, every time the person couldn't break out of it unless you, Roshi missed. Yeah, which he does against uh, the first Piccolo fight. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. I didn't actually see the episodes in Super where Roshi fights in the tournament. So I, I don't know what the cause for him being there is. Like, how is he powerful enough to compete at that yeah, point? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah, I know, he does not I know he is. People. I know he is, but I forget, like, I'm pretty sure they gave a reason to why he can actually be there and compete with the rest of these super strong fighters. Oh, well, they, they were thinking, like, uh, this is a quick side note. Uh, Goku was thinking, um, well, let's not bring Goku Tents or a go 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 ten or trunks because they're still kids and they don't have the fighting experience that Roshi has. He has much more, like, yeah, years on him and like experience. Yeah. So that's that's that. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, he has the experience and all that, but he doesn't have the strength. But apparently, he does. So where does the strength come from? I'm pretty sure they explained it at some point. Like, I you know I get my YouTube feed gets some of these things, but I don't always right, watch right, them. No, I see what you mean. I see what you but mean. I'm pretty sure at some point he explains how he can actually be strong enough to compete with the rest of these people. I, I just think he, he goes with strength. I don't know. They, they train and stuff. Once again, Dragon Ball logic. Give no, me no, but I think that they actually give a reason. Yeah. I can't remember really. To but. conclude, Roshi would have been very strong with the Mafuo, yes, but uh, obviously it did not happen. I think it would have been interesting to see what would have happened at that point in time. Yeah, um, I think he'd have been able to take down a Cyberman without even using the Mafuba, though. I think he's that strong. I think, like, they mention a few times, or maybe just once, but anyway, he has the mentality of like, oh, the young should be, you know, taking up the torch and right, right, all right, 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 right. I'm too old for this, and right, they should right, be. Right. He, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So I, I'm sure he's hiding some sort of power in there somewhere. I agree, I agree. Um, I want to talk about the Cyberman here. Yes. Uh, very interesting creatures. Obviously, um, they're all Raditz power level, which is absolutely hilarious. We can grow Raditzes was one of my favorite TFS lines. <laughs> and um, one thing that I really enjoyed uh, about these guys is uh, how... Uh, I guess, I'm sorry, but I just enjoyed the fact that they managed to take out Yamcha. Yeah, I, Yamcha's a joke. and that's, He's a joke of a character. That's where it was established, like, actually <laughs> fully established that, you know... Yamcha's a joke. Does Chaozu even fight a Cyberman? No. No, not really. What happens is that the Cyberman, um, Yamcha starts fighting a Cyberman, and he does that Kamehameha against it, and it goes on the ground, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Yamcha, and I managed to destroy the Cyberman. Yeah, yeah, and then he and gets, Cyberman attaches himself to Yamcha. Gives him a, a big hug and blows itself up with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly, and kills, yeah. and kills him. And then From that point on, Krillin, Krillin goes pissed. pissed. Yeah. Destroys all of them except for one. One that hides in the rocks and then goes for Gohan and Piccolo, Piccolo destroys the Cyberman. Kills it. So yeah. that's basically what what happens. And um, let's not go through the, the whole details of the fight with Nappa and the Z Fighters. But obviously the casualties here are going to be Tien, uh, Chiaotzu, uh, Piccolo. Eventually Piccolo, yeah. Um, which uh, 
obviously, um, uh, Tian fighting against um, against Napa, like just gets his arm ripped off, and then he does the final Kikoho after Jutsu blows himself up, and then it does nothing against Napa. Yeah, it's it's so they both use their last resorts and nothing. essentially nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tian manages to scrape a bit of a uh, of uh, Napa's armor off. Oh yeah, well it's just armor. Yeah, yeah. it's nothing. Really. No, it's nothing. You're right. Kikoho is another really cool attack that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty strong in theory. I wonder if like Goku used it, would it be much stronger? Because it uses like life energy or something, it, or something like that. Like it uses your vital energy to right. produce this huge beam. You know what? I was surprised uh, that uh, Tian didn't use a solar flare. Actually, I think Krillin uses it. Or or not? Well, no, no. Goku uses it against the the great ape Vegeta. Yeah, yeah, he does do that. And considering Vegeta doesn't feel power levels, it actually works very well. Yeah, exactly. You gotta take advantage of that. And the little plan that Piccolo and Krillin and Gohan established, where uh, Piccolo uh, uh, pulls on um, Nappa's tail, and obviously it'll drain his power, and then that's where uh, Gohan will attack him after. Krillin's done yeah. distracting him. That whole plan was really cool, but obviously it doesn't help at all because no. he overcomes that weakness. Exactly like Goku. They train their tails. Exactly. Um, and uh, obviously um, that uh, when uh, Gohan hurts uh, Nappa and Nappa gets really mad and just like goes to like do his uh, finishing attack uh, mouth blast and then uh, um, Piccolo like sacrifices himself for Gohan. How did you feel about uh, Piccolo sacrificing, sacrificing himself for Gohan? Uh, it gave you the first real idea that, like, Piccolo has become a good guy, for right, one thing. Right, right, right. Like, he's gotten attached to one person, which is right. really cool. He really likes Gohan. He always has. Right. Well, not always has, but, you know. From the point where, maybe, halfway through the training, he really gets... When they start training, like, after the survival training, he gets really attached to Gohan, I think. He does, he does. When, the, you know, they go hand-to-hand -hand and do some proper fighting training <laughs> yeah, yeah no, i know what you mean it's cool to see that progression and eventually they're like best friends as well right 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 yeah it's really cool it was a sacrifice and you know you have to consider all the implications the dragon balls disappearing because of his death and all that yeah honestly if goku goku managed to get there a little earlier or if honestly sorry but gohan died instead of piccolo that this it would have been a whole other ball game Possibly, yeah, but then again, hmm, just gotta think, like, Gohan was useful at some point during the fight against uh, Vegeta as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Goku. he was very important for that fight, yes. I don't know how important uh, Piccolo would have been. He probably just would have, you know... Against Vegeta? Yeah. I feel like uh, had Piccolo made it, made it to there, uh, they would have won for sure. Maybe. I feel like Vegeta probably would have just gone for the kill... Against Piccolo? At every turn, yeah. Well, he goes for the kill a bunch of times, but you gotta remember, by the time uh, uh, Gohan and and, uh, and and Krillin show up, like, Vegeta's yeah. very damaged. Very, very damaged. Is he that damaged, though? Yeah. He is pretty hurt. Because like, they show up when he's a great ape. Or, like, yeah. before, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly before? No, no, right. As he's a great ape, he's got uh, Goku in his yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah. And... Like, what do they actually do? At this point, it's Yajirobe who saves the day. Well, the uh, the, the initial plan is uh, uh, Krillin gets behind. Uh, Gohan distracts uh, Vegeta. Yeah. And then K Krillin goes to do the circuit disc to, to cut off the tail, but Vegeta jumps and manages to escape. Yeah. Right? So that that was the the one. 
Um, and uh, also, um, obviously, after that, that yeah, Jerobi cuts off the tail. That's like the big moment there. Yeah. I think that's his, like, prize moment. Like, his ultimate, like, moment in Dragon Ball. Yajirobe? Yeah, cutting the tail. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does nothing when he meets Goku, and... I guess he does chop up one of the, like, Piccolo's henchmen. Oh, he does, yeah, yeah, And eats him, but that's not very big. Goku could have done it himself, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much the most important he's been in the entire series. series. Which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was important. It was super important. It's like, oh no, we lost, but no... Yeah, Jirobi's here. Saves the day. <laughs> but yeah, as you said, uh, if Goku had gotten there earlier, he could have saved Piccolo. Yeah. And Gohan. Which leads us to Popo's magic carpet. Yes! Okay, yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, I don't know what they call it. During the Cell Saga, Popo mentions Kami's ship, which he got well, to Earth it from. It was actually the... the, the num- Mech saga when they were looking for a spaceship to go to Namek. Yeah, is that a different saga? I thought yeah. that was part of the. No, 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 it was the. It was right part after part of the Frieza saga. Yeah, it, it was the. It was the very beginning before they left. For yeah, Namek. yeah, yeah. Because basically, like how. Um, well, it was right after the Vegeta fight. Well, basically, like uh, when uh, when Kakarot was on his way and they and they uh, sent his sent his power level Vegeta uh, said Napa just kill the, those guys and then we'll we'll, we'll go to uh, Namek. I heard there was Dragon Balls on that planet and that's where Krillin hears about it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're like, well, how are we gonna get to Namek? And then uh, Popo brings Bulma to his spaceship and since Popo had that magical carpet that could just teleport anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as I say, it's in Yanzbi Heights or something. Sounds like I that. don't know how to pronounce yeah, it, yeah. but yeah. Essentially, they're all in the hospital with Goku discussing, like, how are we going to get to Namek? They mention, you know, Piccolo's dead. So we're screwed. So we need to do something. We need Dragon Balls. How do we get Dragon Balls? Well, they've been mentioning that Piccolo's a a Namekian, so maybe we can reach Namek. And after, like, discussing with King Kai and stuff, he pinpoints the location of Namek and all that. Right, 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 exactly. And then Popo shows up and he's like, yeah, by the way, Kami who is now dead because Piccolo died. Yeah, Kami came to Earth at some point on a ship, and, uh, yeah, I, I think I've located it. He's there on his little floaty magic carpet and brings Bulma along. And when he says where it is in Yanzabi Heights, however you pronounce it, she goes, wait, that's, like, halfway across the world, so it's instant transmission, essentially. In that's, a sense, an that's instant what it was. transmission carpet, yeah. Yeah, so he goes halfway across, around the world in, like, seconds. Which would have been useful right after Snake Way, when Goku is coming back to fight the Saiyans. Right, right. Instead of taking his Nimbus, he could have just... I don't know. Popo was just like, yeah, you do you, man. I've got responsibilities here. I'm not oh, leaving. man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's stupid. I guess, yeah. I mean, maybe you didn't have the carpet then. You got it, like, the week after? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <Man. coughs> That's beyond Dragon Ball logic. <coughs> oh, man's not feeling well that I one. I choked. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, man, had Goku gotten there, like, maybe two minutes sooner, he would have probably saved everything, and everything yeah. would have gone much better. Exactly. I guess I'll just create this magic carpet that can t- instantly teleport me anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That would have been a useful tool, though. It would have. It really would have. I don't know where it was. Maybe it was, like, so far back in the storage compartment somewhere in the 
in the temple that like it would have just been a waste of time. It wouldn't. It was teleportation, buddy. Yeah, but he only Goku probably got there within like ten minutes once he was at the temple. Right, ten minutes too at late at the lookout. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no, like two minutes. Buddy, Cupicle's dead. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I don't know. That could have been a very pivotal point had yeah. he been teleported there instead. Yeah, 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 Like, he probably could have saved another one of the fighters, too. Maybe. Ma- maybe, yeah, that's a big maybe. That's a big maybe. Then again, wouldn't Popo be able to, like, use that same carpet to teleport somewhere onto Snake Way, pick up Goku, and... I don't know if he can do uh, <coughs> living in the dead world, but he can definitely do anywhere on planet Earth. But anyways, I think we, we, we went through this enough. Yeah. All, All right. right. So, um, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, let's see, uh, Goku versus Nappa. We didn't really talk about Goku versus Nappa. Uh, when Goku uh, shows up to, uh, uh, basically, Nappa's about to crush Gohan. Next thing we know, Gohan's on Nimbus, and then we see Goku. And Goku absolutely destroys Nappa with the Kaioken. He's like, this yeah. is for Ramsha. This is for Chiaotsu. This is for Tien. Yeah, he, it lo- well, initially, he doesn't use the Kaioken. He just fights him normally. It's at the, it's at the very end when uh, Nappa rushes to yeah. Gohan and... Yeah. and uh, he realizes that he can't catch up, so Kaioken... That was just a times two, I think. Yeah. Just a little quick boost. But yeah, initially, I think he's just, like, toying with his new power, I guess. Yeah. Just is. trying it out. Like, that's the one where Nappa does the mouth beam, and Goku just goes, like, look at my muscles. <laughs> Takes it head on, and no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess he's trying his newfound power and figuring that out. He is, he is. And I, I, I really enjoyed that fight. It was like a quick and like, boom, boom, you're done, Nappa, you can't beat me. Uh, but it was a really cool fight. Yeah, it was. And then Vegeta at the end, <clears> he like, <throat> he's like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was like, oh, Vegeta, you're my partner in crime, blah, blah, blah. Vegeta's, yeah, yeah, boom, kills him. I don't need a useless saying. Goodbye. Just blows him up. Yeah. Which is where he shows his power just a bit. And even Goku's like, whoa. This is going to be tough. Oh, man. It's just... That whole fight, though. I really enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it was a good... It was a good fight overall. Mm-hmm. The whole oh, saga was. was pretty good. I don't know. It was a very good saga. Yeah, after... Rat, uh, not Raditz, but after Nappa dies, Raditz. Goku goes, Okay, let's take this elsewhere. You're I, right. To, like, save his friend's bodies from getting destroyed in the fight. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess that kind of covers the fight for me. Um... Was there anything else that we kind of about the saga that that was worth mentioning? I did have one point I wanted to add, but was there anything else like in terms of the events? Um, I guess um, Nappa, I'm sorry, Goku versus Vegeta. Uh, we talked a little bit with the Krillin and Gohan's arrival, but the actual fight where they do uh, Gallic Gun versus uh, Kamehameha, and then like Goku does the Kaioken and wrecks Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. When uh, when uh, Krillin throws the spirit bomb at uh, Vegeta, what, oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, speaking of which, yeah. uh, during Goku's training on Kami's planet, we only talked about him chasing Bubbles and trying to whack Gregory on the head with a right. hammer. Okay, do you want to do a, a King Kai or a Vegeta fight? I don't mind, but, you know, that's where he learns all the, the techniques bomb. he yeah. uses against, yeah, well, yeah. the Kaioken, too. Yeah, as well. Yeah, that's yeah. where he learns all these techniques, so I guess start there. Um... One thing I really enjoyed how he learned the spirit bomb was how uh, King Kai was like throwing the like like, like the, that like rock was like yeah those bricks and he has to like destroy it and then he masters it and everything that was really cool um, 
and also, well, obviously, uh, Whacking Gregory was a really funny yeah. uh, training session there. Yeah, it was interesting uh, seeing Goku learn the Genkidama because it's not at all what we get used to eventually, right? You're Eventually, all you think about is this enormous ball falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, it's always falling on his opponent, and the opponent either pushes it back or, you know, gets almost disintegrated. Yeah, or yeah. Fully. So, it's cool seeing, like, this tiny ball of light destroying something, you know, and he has very good control over it, kind of like any other key wave. Yeah, or he, key does, blast. he does, he does, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was just cool to see. I guess he didn't get very... That's... He uses it against Vegeta when he's immobile, right? He can, like, pretty much just move his pinky finger and he gives Krillin the Genkidama? Yeah, yeah, it just... It was like, uh, Krillin grabbed my hand. And then, like, Krillin gra- grabs uh, Goku's hand, and that's when, like, he transcends the energy. And then King Kai's, like, yeah. talking to um, to uh, Krillin. He's like, you do have the power of everyone on the planet. This is all the power you've been storing, blah, 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 blah. And then he throws it, and Vegeta dodges, and then it, it, Go, Go, it's about to hit Gohan, but Gohan bounces it back and hits Vegeta. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a cool addition. I think they, it was really good. I don't know. I liked it. No, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was just like, go on. If you have a, and you, you don't have any bad in you, so you're fine, bro. Just bounce it back, bounce it back. Do it for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> hit it back. Come on. Just like playing tennis. Yeah, and then uh, Gohan transforming into a great ape and everything. That was really cool. And uh, like fighting Vegeta, and then basically Vegeta does the destructive disc against uh, uh, Gohan, but Gohan uh, it cuts his tail. But Gohan cuts his tail. Yeah. Falls on Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's actually how they win, or basically. Yeah, it's like, oh no, the ape is falling on me. Oh man. Yeah, because by that point everyone's exhausted. Go- oh yeah. Goku can't move. Krillin? Gohan's a monkey, so he, I guess he can move. As yeah, much Yajirobe as he wants. got punched in a bunch of times. Oh yeah, Yajirobe's yeah, not moving much at this point. No, they, I mean he does slice Vegeta a second time with his sword. Yeah. And he's like, you cut through my armor! <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he can't do much against Vegeta. No, I mean, he, he no, but I, I, it was a good thing that Yajirobe was there. And I, yeah, well, <laughs> that's why they won. Yeah, yeah, no, basically. I mean, it was an effort from everyone. Um, I guess another uh, cool thing was um, the uh, in the Vegeta versus uh, Goku fight, I really enjoyed when um, Vegeta was trying to like attack Goku and Goku's like, okay, I gotta use Kaioken, gotta use Kaioken, gotta use Kaioken. And he just like, like, not destroys him, but like really like frustrates Vegeta. And Vegeta's like, yeah. how can you be so strong, my Saiyan pride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, like the first or maybe the second time Goku uses the Kaioken in the fight, he eventually punches or kicks, I can't remember, Vegeta in the face or something and like, Vegeta gets a very, a very, very mild nosebleed. Right, right, And Vegeta just goes ballistic. Nice. Like, he's... This is the first time someone's made me bleed, and he's pissed, and, you know, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 pride, blah, blah, Prince of Saiyans, blah, blah. Oh, man. Just really mad. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes crazy and, well, despite the Kaioken, kicks Goku's ass a bit, and then Goku, probably another Kaioken level. Right, 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 right. Times four, ten, I don't know. Times over 9,000. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny. Yeah, you get to see how how like capricious and how whiny Vegeta is too. Right. How did you feel about the? Uh, oh, sorry. How did you feel about the end of that battle where it was? Uh, v- Vegeta was about to like fly away and in his space spot, and Krillin had his sword and was about to kill Vegeta, 
And then Goku's like, don't do it. Show him mercy. Be merciful. Yeah. How did you feel about that whole decision that Goku was doing? Like, well, how, like honestly. I liked it. It's uh, very consistent with Goku's style of, like... Right. He's merciful. And, you know, what he says is, like, next time he comes back, I will kick him, kick his ass on my own. Like, he, you won't need to help me. I will beat him next time. And, yeah, exactly, exactly. And Krillin knowing Goku's, like, fine. Very reluctant, but, like, okay... All right, Extremely I'll let him reluctant. go. <laughs> and he's like, I hope you know what you're doing, Goku. Yeah, he's like, this guy killed all our friends. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. I'll beat him next time by myself. Because Goku's a Saiyan as well, so he wants this fight. He, he wants. Does. He sees this. He sees he got destroyed and all his friends got destroyed. And he's like, I need to improve quite a bit. Right, right. And Vegeta's the next milestone, right? Like, previous milestone, Piccolo, beat him. Okay, Raditz... Didn't quite beat him. They needed teamwork, but, you know, Vegeta's the next uh, frontier, the next milestone. and Right, he is. No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And he does surpass him. And this, this is where Bul- Bulma's dad comes in, right? Like, during the Namek, Namek and yeah, to, Frieza saga. Yeah, to build that spaceship he, and everything, well, gravity machine. Yeah, the gravity. The gravity machine. That's the important part here. Like... Why you say All that? the Z fighters could have fought in this and been, you know, much stronger because oh, of, because of the increased gravity. Like nobody thought about this until Goku went and fought on a planet or trained on a planet with increased gravity, and then this just became the basis for all of their training until, I guess, Super. They're still doing that in Super using uh, weight they, they, training. They, they do use a gravity machine in Super. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pl- um, plus, you know, the big weight suits. But the, the the big training part, the big like like strength increasing thing, is all the new transformations in Super. Yes, but even then, like weight training is always there. Yeah, no, it's always been the basis. I see what you mean. Uh, another what if thing? Um, pick a little fusing with Kami from the get go. Yeah, that, I feel like that would have sealed the deal. Definitely, he probably could have taken on both uh, Nappa and Vegeta, no problem. Yeah, and then we have the Super Namekian on our hands. Cause like. Fusion, I guess that's not fusion though. He assimilates Kami. No, it's Namekian fusion. Yeah, well, it's called Namekian fusion. Yeah, I guess the effects are the same. Like it multiplies your power level. Yeah, yeah. Because like with a deity as well. I mean, uh, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. I guess the only uh, well, the deity is only a Namekian, a regular Namekian who went to Earth. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. Same way that Goku's a regular Saiyan who went to Earth. But Might. the thing is, uh, the drawback here is obviously losing the Earth's Dragon Balls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they were both aware of that, but still, I guess the reason they didn't fuse anyway was because they weren't aware of just how strong the Saiyans would be. Yeah, yeah, they had no idea. So, you know. The only warning was King Kai saying, oh, uh, they're extremely powerful. Yeah, that's a big teller. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. Spot on. They're, by this point, they're all used to, you know fighting opponents that are mildly stronger than they are, improving, beating them. Right, right. And so I guess that's what they expected to do here, too. Right. Well, they being Goku, because, you know, <laughs> the rest aren't very useful. I see what you mean. Um, I guess that kind of covers everything. Um, was there anything else you wanted to mention before we check if we have questions or not? Not that I know. Okay. So let's go. Let's go to Twitter and Facebook and Discord and see if we have any good questions. Stig uh, nine thousand asking 
since how long you've been a fan of this game, we're talking about the Saiyan Saga. It's not actually a game. I don't know what E. Well, I'm sure they've made a game of it. Yeah, I guess. Or, Would you play a Saiyan Saga game? Uh, I don't know. I I like the Dragon Ball games, but not enough to you know actively play it or anything. The only Dragon Ball game on Game Boy that I loved was a uh, Boost Fury. I absolutely on Game Boy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Boost Fury was really fun. I'll have to look that up. Never, never knew there was a Dragon Ball game on Game Boy. Oh, there's a couple. Huh. Well, yeah, but you know the the way the way they're played on console just doesn't appeal to me as much as other kinds of games. I need like probably if I were to play a Dragon Ball game, it would have to be some sort of RPG. Right, I see what you mean. But I don't know how that would be made, really. I don't know how you would go about that. I could understand, like, the RPG format would probably work for before the Saiyan Saga. Right. Or even, you know, until Piccolo, really. Like, you know, Piccolo being maybe some sort of final boss or something. But, you know, as as a kid, Gohan is pretty much on par with, you know, most of the fighters in the tournament. Yes, yes, yes. Well, way stronger than most, but, you know... I, I don't know how it would work, but it would be interesting. It would have been interesting. I would have liked to see what happened. But that's yeah. another podcast for another day, Ben. Uh, <laughs> so, final thoughts on the Saiyan Saga, Ben. Uh, it was a really entertaining thing to read and possibly watch if I ever find the time or make the time. I really enjoyed it. It was a good you know, stepping stone for just the rest of the series. You know, for sure, it was an introduction to everything. You realize that the world is actually it's bigger the kickoff. than. Yeah, you realize that actually there's more than just Earth, and Piccolo's not the main bad guy, and there's so much more to it. Yeah, it's a stepping stone, anyway. Definitely, uh, for myself, I really enjoyed this uh, saga. I I think it's a uh, definitely one of the best ones. Um, it, it's just what I like about it is. It still has its taste of the original Dragon Ball. It still has that Yajirobe, Master Roshi, Kami, um, Roshi. Like, they're still there. There's still a, a bit more of the Dragon Ball. I still jerked with a little bit of the classic Dragon Ball. And yeah. when we get to Namek, it's, it's full Dragon Ball Z, Super Saiyan, forget about it. Um, True. But that's what I enjoyed a lot about this arc. And I really also enjoyed... Um, Team Four Stars version of this arc, and it made me rewatch Dragon Ball and fall in love with it again. Oh, definitely. So um, that's what I enjoyed about this arc. So, guys, if you enjoyed this episode of Anime Podcasters, first of all, first of all, Ben, thank you very much for joining us again. Uh, I live in Montreal now. It's not the easiest to come back here all the time with school and everything, but I'm glad we got to set this up. Honestly, the frequency the frequency at which we see each other has not decreased. <laughs> I want the real summer we saw each other like. Every week now it's like once once a month or every two months. Yeah, true, but you know that's a decrease. <laughs> Statistically speaking, and literally speaking, yes, yes, yes it is. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, quite. But thank you for thank you for dropping by on this uh, episode of the podcast. Always, always a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure to have you on. So, you guys, if you enjoyed this, oh my god, are you uh, let let us know. No, yeah. I'm not doing any plugs. Okay, Just let us you. know. Yeah, uh, let him know anyway. He'll let me know that you liked it. And yeah. stop sending bad friend requests on Facebook. You haven't done that, and I appreciate it, you guys. Mind you, if you want to. You do you. I don't care. Oh, yeah? I don't mind. That doesn't mean I'll accept them. <laughs> if I recognize you, possibly, if you're an active member of the 
Giant music G- community. <laughs> giant podcast community. Giant podcast community. This is the giant music community and the giant podcast community. Well, this is a long song then. This one long track. Yes, this one long podcast. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I do also- what you want, but I, I can't guarantee that I'll accept you on Facebook or, well, I don't do Twitter and all that. I do Twitter. Anyway. I'll, I'll plug everything at the end. Um, you can plug me on Discord if you game and, you know, yeah, join I, me, I suppose. But Ben is in my Discord server if you guys want to check that out. Anyway, I'll let you do the plugs. Yeah, so uh, first Take of all, big shout out to GoPro Keo for doing the artwork for the Giant Music Q&A. Oh my god, sorry. Uh, he does artwork for so many things that I just confused it with the other podcast I do. Um, for the anime podcasters, GoPro Kyo does the art for my entire channel. And the guy is super talented, and he's available for commission. Go follow him on Twitter, at GoPro Kyo. He has super cheap rates. You need to you need some GoPro Kyo in your life. He, this guy is super talented. I mean, the, the, the remember that Ben drawing he did of you? What did you think of it? I like it. That's the Naruto one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah. I look good in a headband, though. He does look, you do look good in a headband. You look good in anything, Ben. Aw. Yeah. Thanks. All right, so... <laughs> If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you enjoy anime podcasters, you want more anime podcasters in your life, you can do this. You can do get some more in the following way. So you can follow the podcast on SoundCloud. My SoundCloud is soundcloud.com forward slash giant music. You can also subscribe to anime podcasters on iTunes and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Obviously, my YouTube channel, Giant Music, is my YouTube channel. So check that all out. You can follow me on Twitter at Giant Music, Facebook.com slash Giant Music is my Facebook page. I'm also on Patreon, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Giant Music. I think that's going to be enough plugs. Thank you so much for enjoying this podcast about Dragon Ball Z. So make sure you subscribe everywhere and follow me. Thank you guys so much and uh, have a good one, guys. Peace out. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Actually, I, if I had a wish for the Dragon Balls, I would wish for more men podcasts. That's what I would wish for. I'd wish for unlimited food.